Welcome to a special edition of the In the Wings podcast. We just closed a show here at our school, uh, Don't You Love Me by Linda Daughtery. Our students at the, that do the In the Wings podcast wanted to talk about it, to share with you some of our insights and some of our process that we went through. Our host today is Ryan Vance. He will steer the conversation a little bit, but mostly he sits back and lets the actors and the audience members talk about what they see and how the show affected them or affected the people around them in our school. Lights, sound, we're at the top of the show, let's have a good show. Last week, our acting troupe closed Don't You Love Me by Linda Daugherty. The play deals with the topic of teen dating violence in a very honest and open way. It is a very well-written play. It is not a melodramatic children's show. If you are interested in the play, contact Dramatic Publishing Company. With us today are some of the actors and audience members from the run of the show. My name's Savannah Buckner. My name's Donald Jones. My name's Hope Cravens. My name is Kayla McSellen. My name is Xavier Smith. I'm Justin. My name is Nick Williams. I am Cameron Hayes. TJ Williams. My name is Trinity Morgan. My name is Brian Skaggs. Hunter Lisman. I'm Shelby Saar. <laughs> I'm Angel Jones. Okay, so let me start off with the reading, an excerpt, from the director's notes. Our acting troupe believes we should use theater as an opportunity to affect change in our school community. If we educate our peers, this will lead to positive change in our greater community. Theater is activism. As an actor and audience member, how do you feel about the idea of theater is activism? I feel like you're able to tell stories so you can show different perspectives. Like they closed uh, Don't You Love Me? And you can hear it as you walk down the halls now. People are like, well, he shouldn't be saying that or she shouldn't be doing this to him. So now you give people a new avenue and a new way and perspective to think about things. Anyone else have anything to add on that? I just want to say, TJ just Googled theater as an activist. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to make sure, you know. Do like, you think you know, theater is a tool for activism? Yes. Theater is all about, you know, telling other people, you know, your opinions and how you think life should be. So... And it, theater is also the best way to interact with other people and to interact with the audience and stuff like that. So, so of course, theater is the best way for activism and stuff like that because theater is the best way that we can connect with others. So it's the best way to really get into their hearts and their minds and really make them think about what they're seeing, whether it's a comedy or a play like Don't You Love Me or just something completely goofy. Like it really makes them think about what they're watching and what they're doing with their own life and how they should, you know, live their own life. Um, yeah, speaking on that, life decisions all throughout plays, throughout history always. Even with um, like Romeo and Juliet's story, think about it, bad things happen. Yeah, I know. I just totally agree. If you look at like old shows, like we all used to watch shows as kids, like especially Disney Channel, old Disney Channel, like That's So Raven, Zach and Cody, like they tackled heavy topics. And like I saw a post on Instagram not too long ago 
talking about that. Uh, like that's a Raven. They had an episode. Raven didn't get the job because she was black, and they addressed those topics and they taught kids like, yo, you can't not hire somebody because of the way they look, the way they dress, what gender they associate with, or identify with. I should say, it's so easy to like interpret. Yeah, interpret to interpret different things and teach people that lesson. Different and that's why, yeah, as an actor, you have to like tell the story the best way you can and put your all into it because this may be the only way that somebody has ever heard or listened to new ideas. Okay, so I've heard a lot from the actors and Justin, of course. So are there any other audience members that want to share how the play affected them or how they interpreted it? When I was actually there opening night, it did get me thinking, especially about the amount of parents who didn't even know that their child might have been abused by their partner. It just gets me thinking because I've had friends myself who've been abused and uh, have been verbally, physically, doesn't matter what happens, they've not actually talked about it to other people. So when I was looking at, when I was watching the play, it really got me thinking that I could be a, maybe a support beam for them. So many people I talked to after said that it had such a such an impact and changed the way they had an outlook on the whole situation. I'm, I feel like we were able to make a difference and like the audience was like could really connect to it on a personal level because even though some people might not want to admit it, everyone like sat there running with someone they would consider abusive, like whether it be emotionally or physically or verbally, you can see how it can really change you and like see the bigger picture through this production. A lot of people also feel alone in the situations they go through, whether it's depression or, you know, suicidal thoughts or, you know, being raped or being hurt or bullied or just any of the, you know, problems people go through on a daily basis. A lot of teenagers specifically feel alone in that, you know, type of situation. So this play really showed others that they're not alone that people really do go through the same things they go through and that because of that they can talk to anyone about it yeah they have they can have the sense of uh, urgency and like be, they can be comfortable with the idea instead of like questioning themselves every day and not being comfortable with it like like oh my gosh what if this happens to me like they're scared instead of being scared they can be like if this does happen I know what to do I know the steps you know me so, I mean, and that's why I think going back to just old plays, like Remember Grace, I think that's why that touched so heavily because this play deal with um, abuse, abusive relationships, and but like Remember Grace dealt with so many different topics through each character because they all had something they were going through and they didn't have the same battle, and so you heard the kids like, oh, I identify with Jessica, well, I identify with um, Charles. And so you just see it differently because not everybody has the same battle, and, but we were able to touch everybody in some way. It goes back to, you know, theater as activism, you know? Yeah. Theater, it doesn't also, like, it teaches everyone how, you know, life should be. Like, not necessarily how life should be, more like how life is for some people, and then it makes you think how life should be. So, you know, this play, Don't You Love Me, taught everyone about domestic violence. And then Remember Grace taught everyone about, you know, mental health issues. You know, just, just different things. You know, theater can really be a whole bunch of different things. Like, it's, 
it's crazy how much, you know, people think that, you know, getting up on stage and goofing around, you know, can really, like, affect someone. The play really, like, it hit me hard because, honestly, I looked at it and I was thinking to myself, like, this is actually, could be someone's reality, and it is someone's reality. And there are multiple people going through that, and it just, it really, like, it hit me hard because I could just look around and people would be, when someone would laugh at a scene, some people could have actually gone through that and they could feel bad about it. So, like, I feel like taking plays seriously, like, it could help, like, a lot of people go through um, their situations. But it's a really important thing to do going into theater because you can teach people some topics that not a lot of people touch on because it's so hard to talk about. Like, after the show, I was talking to my dad about it. And uh, he said that it was a really good way that we did the play of like bringing a topic that needs to be talked about more often into conversation without forcing it on somebody. So my dad really liked <coughs> how we did the play and what we did the play on because he said it's really going to help bring up like world issues that need to be talked about more. The week like before the play came out, we all talked about abusive relationships, but all they did was. They ran numbers and then they showed videos about how to see the signs and what it's like and that it's real, but it didn't really touch home because we didn't have a way to connect with those people. Like, uh, we watched four videos of four different uh, famous people and like, it was the uh, Don't Be Quiet Anymore um, ads that they used to run, the PSAs. And like, that was all fine and good and I realized some things like people are abusers, some people aren't that I didn't know. Once you saw the play, then you can connect with those people. So I think that's why theater is more activism than a PSA or just writing statistics in class and trying to find somebody to talk to. It's like nobody can like connect to, to to statistics. Like actually watching a play, anybody can connect with any other like character. Especially people you know. Yeah. Yes. Because if, if you think about it, you can send a child or someone to a counselor all day, but if someone's like talking to them physically. And they're like, I don't see a problem with myself or anyone that's like involved in this situation with me. They're not gonna really notice it, so they're just gonna like shrug it off every day almost, and they're still gonna have depression and all, all that other stuff. But when they actually see it in front of their faces, that's where theater comes in. When they actually see it happening, like a mirror almost, that's when they start to notice and like, oh my God, this has happened to me. You feel me? When they connect. And then that's when they really see it. Like it comes out even more. <laughs> During rehearsals of the play, the actors had some research given to them about dating violence from loveisrespect.org, a website that has a lot of resources for teens oh and families. God. Is this about the quiz? Really? How yes. did that shape your opinions of your character in the situation? I'm not going to lie. We had to take a quiz to tell you if you were an abusive person or not, and I feel like you were destined to fail this test no matter how Dude, good I'm of a person. taking that test. Everybody it's, not really, was, it's not really failing. It's just seeing who it's you like, are yeah. as a person. It's like... Yes. It re it made everybody feel like such a terrible person for like a week. Yo, <laughs> no, like, no, no matter what, you got points <laughs> like, on that. Test. You could have like scored like, a perfect score, but like, or in their eyes, a perfect score, and you still would have felt bad about it. But yourself. like, I yeah. feel like it's not always like an abusive thing, like because everybody has experienced unhealthy relationships. Like you've done things that have not been the best thing, like best way to talk to your partner. But not every relationship is abuse, abuse, abuse. Some like we just might make unhealthy choices, like. My girlfriend kissed another dude. I yelled at her. Well, that's not healthy, but there's a healthy way. Yeah, there's, there's a healthy way to talk be, to that. Abuse can be looked at 
you know, in different ways too. Like, you know, yeah. abuse can be like, oh, I'm gonna hit my boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, or abuse could be, you know, like talking to them, yelling at them. That's like, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's abusive. Like, you don't wanna yell at your partner. Like, you're, yeah. it's not like, the right way go. to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> or like, you know, just being controlling too, like telling them, you know, who they can and can't hang out with, you know, what they can and can't do, just stuff like that. Like that's abusive too. It's very controlling. Like those so. glasses look nice on you, Trinity. Take them off. But like that quiz oh. opened up my eyes because oh, yeah. like I did so many subtle things that I didn't even realize I was doing. And by the time I was done with that quest, that quiz, sorry, and I was like, oh my god, I didn't, I didn't even know I was doing half the things that I was doing. Yeah, it and another thing boring. is that like. Our generation now, like, it makes these things, like, the norm. Like, when the norm for, you know, teenage relationships now is, oh, give me your passwords. And that's a thing. Like, you can actually, and if you don't give them the password, they get upset and they get angry. And that's a normal thing for teenagers to do now, which is not normal. Like, that's bad. That's terrible. Um, In a relationship, there's this thing called trust. And if you don't trust them, maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship. Ooh. That is a good okay. point. I respect this this. where this conversation is going, but the question was, how did the stats that you got from the website affect how you thought about your character? How the way they acted? Well, me, um, I felt like, oh my gosh, like it was, I felt terrible. Like I was like, I really got to live this and I got to be this. Like trying to portray an abuser as a person like as a lightweight pacifist as I am um I am like okay I try not to really like I got really scared at first when I first got on stage I was like I can't hit this girl or I can't even mimic hitting her I mean come on now so how did how did knowing how your character portrayed some of these issues affect your performance knowing that you had to portray someone that you don't agree with it made me really sad i was always sad like just thinking like like i said thinking about it and trying to be that person was the worst feeling in the world because like midway through rehearsals we'd be doing going on lines and it'd be the scene where i have to hit her and i'm like stop i can't do this and i would just give up on everything i'm like i can't do this anymore guys you would get really upset doing it and i'm just like i understand yeah, I, I have so me. many sis- I have sisters. I can't do that to anyone. Like, oh, uh, bro, if my little on, cousin now. goes here, she saw that play, what and it- I had to ask her. I was like, "Do you feel like you've ever been in an abusive relationship?" She was luckily she said no. She said I talked about it, but like asking her that, it puts like just so much rage in me. Like, because if she answers yes, I'm going to somebody's front door. Yeah, yeah, but see, like when I first did the play, I was like, "Oh, CJ's abusive because he hits her." But then seeing all the stuff in the quiz that shows signs of an abusive relationship, that like, I was like, I was looking back on it, I was like, man, like, I really, like, I did it because it was just a character I didn't understand, but like, it legitimately made me feel like a horrible human being. Like, even though, even though the, the slaps were fake, what we, had to, what we had to say was real. And just knowing that there's some people out there that have to go through this type of stuff, when we did the scene where I'd slap her and then she'd react, and like it made it look like I actually hit her. I was like, it made me paranoid. And like made me feel like, oh man, did I actually smack this girl? It made me feel very, very bad. You know what I'm saying? What is the most surprising thing from the research y'all were given? What? What? The research the actors were given that about the, abuse uh, from the website. The what is the most? 
like some of the things like um as as simple as what she said earlier asking for passwords and stuff think about someone's mindset they're like oh my gosh do they do they not trust me how do they feel about me this that's making their mind go through a lot of stress if you're causing stress on someone and you're making them feel belittled that's technically abusive if you think about it but like i just want to touch on that because they looking into this a lot and to our listeners out there you're not like a horrible human being you have things that you can work on of course we all do but don't like take yourself to the police station and be like i've been abusing this person all my life because you asked for that password yes there's some trust issues you need to address but you don't need the death penalty because you asked i don't feel i just don't want people to go out like crap like no like there's some things you need to talk about, but... And let's not forget that, you know, all relationships do have arguments, and all relationships do have problems and obstacles, but it's how you handle those that shows the type of person you really are. So... So what was the hardest thing to wrap your head around as an actor? What was the hardest thing for you to topple? This is real life. Hardest thing for you to overcome? This is real life. That was the main yeah. thing in my head. There's some people that have to go through this. Yeah, like the, yeah, like the hardest part for me was, like, I watched my mom be that way to my dad, so, like, I didn't do anything then. I just kind of stood around and let it happen, and, like, my character in the play kind of did the exact same thing. He doesn't really do much. He knows what's going on, but he just kind of stays. He's a, he's a bystander, and that's what, was like, was really hard for me was, like, I got to do this all over again. And, like, Donna, your character, he was the first one to see the signs. Yeah, and yeah. he is, I feel like he's the most common kind of person because he told Jen, which is... Angela's closest friend because he was like maybe she can help or do something but he didn't want to say anything himself yeah. like yeah. he just wanted to pass it on to someone who he thought he could maybe trust to get the issue out without having to do it himself. But see then like Brad is like the second most common. He yeah. knows what's going on because that's CJ's best friend but he's not doing anything. Not a thing. But he's my- just letting it happen. He knows it's happening but he's either too scared to do anything about it or he just doesn't care enough to do anything yeah, but like, but Brad cares if he does anything with Erica, his little sister. Yeah, because so then pushing it to uh, Jen, <coughs> Angela's best friend. You saw the signs. You tried to address them, but you might like the first time you addressed it, like it didn't work. Yeah, because she got really defensive. Because I feel like the way you came at it, you was like, "This is not right. You need to do this, that, and the other." Instead of hitting it like, "Hey, I see your pain. I see where you're coming from, but you know." deep down this isn't what she's supposed to be well for Jen it was new too you know she had never seen a relationship like this she didn't know how to handle it that was my question so she had a healthy relationship and she thought her best friend would come to her but he never did yeah Jen saw the signs and it opened up her eyes she saw the signs (laughs) I actually don't think Jen's relationship was too healthy well Sam was but Jen always seemed to like Kind of yeah, if you look at it, yeah. yeah she but was, I mean, I like, like I said, that's another thing where, you know, you can have a healthy relationship, but there are still arguments, and there are yeah. still things that, you know, individually the partners need to work on. Well, you gotta, so. you gotta Jin, think about it this way. Jen was also going through a lot mm-hmm. trying yes. to help. Yeah. yeah. No, but th- I'm talking about before she even knew there was a problem. Okay, so they, just when, when they first were... Yeah, and she, okay. she went and talked to him. She ignored him for a minute. Yeah, and, and then, she was yeah. worried about Angela, even though at the time there was nothing to be worried about. It was mm. before anything bad happened, before any problems started. But there started. was something to worry about because he wouldn't come to her and say that he was dating a senior. True. He found out from the other girls. But so she was he on vacation. Betrayed. There was something to worry about because CJ had a real reputation. 
But Jen shouldn't have took that out on Sam. Yeah. So. I shouldn't have took it out on Sam, but well, I did. Well, it's not you, it's Jen. Well, well it's you not you. You shouldn't have took it out on Sam. And there's nothing you could have done because it's a play. Given the information from loveisrespect.org that you were given during rehearsals, how did that help you or interpret the play when you did get to view parts of it? it how did me, that change your outlook? I'm sorry. It made me feel even worse because, like, the, the slightest little things I didn't think were abusive turned out to be abusive, which made playing an abusive person even harder for me, which in turn made it harder to play the part. I feel like it would make it easier to play the part because since you know that those things are abusive, then you know how to say those things and do those things in maybe a sort of low-key abusive way. Well, because that's not me. So What I'm looking for bad. here okay. is how it affected you as a viewer. I know what you're looking for. And, like, after I read all that information and I found out what little things, what big things were abusive... I didn't only just look at what CJ was doing. I started looking at what every other character in the play was doing that was more on the abusive side and that there was more than one abusive character in the play. Like we just talked about, like, Jen not really talking to Sam as much or kind of treating him like trash in some words. Let's not forget to mention Candace and Sarah and Erica. They yeah, were all... Yeah, we were, we were all really was... rude to Angela, but that yeah. was because... They didn't know what was going we... on. So, like... We didn't know what was going on with Angela because we saw Angela being kind of rude to us and mean, not really mean, but rude and just kind of staying distant. away from us. Yeah, really distant. So, you know, us as teenage girls, we thought like, oh, she doesn't like us anymore, so we're not going to like her and we're going to talk crap about her because that's what teenage girls do. So. Okay, so to wrap this up, um, I just want to add that seeing your friends play a part that you know they're not comfortable with and seeing how it actually affects them even outside of the play like I know it affected all of you because I'm friends with all of you as actors uh, it helps you understand you know how it's not easy to even pretend this is what's going on and that this is a serious topic that needs to be covered and I think doing it in a play is an amazing way to do it because there's a lot more emotional aspects than say a commercial or a PSA and thank all of you for contributing to the conversation. I appreciate it, even though we did go a little off topic at times. Uh, that's part of this. That's the point. There's it's, a lot to talk about this topic. Yeah, there is. All right, well, I'm going to wrap it up here. Does anyone have anything else to add? Loveisrespect.org. Go take a test. Please. <laughs> Please, you do. Please, do that. Please do. Please do. Please do. In the Wings is a podcast that table reads amateur or unpublished scripts with a rotating group of actors. The playwrights completely own the rights and intellectual property of their scripts. If you would like to produce a script, please contact us at the podcast, and we will make every effort to connect you with the playwright. Email us at inthewings.pbp at gmail.com.